podcast with Dan and Scott. Hottest golf podcast, whether you like it or not. Fresh from back in the day when that's a put at the park. 7 a.m. PM special where they played after dark. From the birds to the focus to the losses and the win. Welcome podcast, patron to the show, lead the pen. Get busy golfing or get busy dying. Hottest golf podcast and the swing ain't lying. Welcome back, podcast patrons. Another episode of Leave the Pin Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Dan. Got my buddy, Scott, who does the podcast with me. You all know, even though we've been on kind of our self-imposed hiatus, like we always end up doing once the winter ends and the nice weather comes, we're out playing golf, doing stuff. We did that today. Uh, Today's an interesting episode because there's not going to be an ad played. Why will there be no ad played in the episode? Because we've got the man himself, Rich, from Gas House Golf, our title sponsor on the pod. Rich, Scott, what's going on, guys? Uh, what's up, man? Uh, it, it, it's been a while, but as, you know, the Masters comes back in the spring, hope spring's eternal, they say. And uh, like the Azaleas, we're, we're back and we're in bloom, I guess. It's always always good to see you guys. Last time I saw you, Dan, was in my hometown here in Charleston. And, uh, you know, obviously good to chit-chat and, and talk to you, Scott, for the first time, too. So uh, I'm excited to be back with the boys. Yeah, give a little backstory. Rich and I have been on some golf trips together. Went down to Pinehurst. Uh, went out to eat with them down in Chucktown, my favorite city in the world. Um, yeah, it's been a good Good friendship, uh, good business relationship, if you will. Rich, the owner of Gas House Golf, which which everyone knows and loves, sees all over Instagram. Um, talk today about what's going on with the brand and all that stuff. Rich, I know you were out playing today. Scott, I know you were out playing today. I was doing a ton of yard work till we got rained out. Um, let's go over that stuff real quick. Scott, what do you have going on today? Scramble of some sorts? Yeah, it's an opening day scramble they do every year. It's, it's basically you sign up and you just get paired or grouped, I guess, with, with three other random members. And, uh, the, the group that I got paired up with is actually, I was surprised they paired all of us together because it's like four guys who are actually serious golfers, which is unusual. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I mean, we we finished eleven under, which in a scramble, you know, pretty decent. Um, yeah. We came in second to the group that I, you know, guarantee lied about their score. What did What uh, did they shoot? Sixteen under. Sixteen under. <laughs> <laughs> and that that means, by the way, that they made and according to this, they made birdie twice on that that second hole, which is that like crazy long narrow par three. Yeah. So I, it's just not possible. All right. I, you know, I scrambles are fun, I guess, you know, like I, I haven't played one in probably over a decade plus. I just I can never fathom like spending the money for the scramble and not playing my whole ball uh, the whole time. Rich, you were out playing Charleston today. Lovely day down there, of course, uh, as always, it seems. Where'd you play today? I played at the home course. So I live in the West Ashley area of Charleston. Uh I'm a member at a course called Shadow Moss. So it's a public course, but you can be a member there. Played with a couple of buddies actually. One of the one of the guys who I who models for a lot of polos, him and his fiance both model for me. They're they both do such an A plus job all the time. So uh me and him were we're close buddies. We went to college together and uh we got myself, him, two other buddies from uh from South Carolina that uh, that we're close with. And uh we just went out there and it was sunny, eighty five, Charleston, had some cold drinks, some good food. Played a pretty you, good uh, ride. You prefer West Ashley or West of the Ashley? I think 99 out of 100 times you hear West Ashley. Technically, it's West of the Ashley River for people that aren't familiar with the geography of Charleston. But anybody that lives in in Charleston, you know, you're in Mount Pleasant or you're downtown yeah. or you're in West Ashley. If somebody said, "Oh, I live in West of the Ashley," I would, I might. Scratch my head and be like, okay. I mean, it's not wrong, but it's not right. the typical way to say it. But yeah, I've, I've just, I, I only ask because I've heard that before, and people just say like, "Where do you live?" Oh, I live west of the Ashley. You know, yeah. like, not wrong. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good deal. Good deal. Um, all right, look, man, you got a lot of stuff going on. Scott and I are busy people. We got families, uh, but you've got this business you're running. All right, everyone knows Gas House Golf. We wear this up all the time. Uh, you know, my son Lydon wears all the time. He's worn it every single tournament so far this year uh, as it. he starts playing in these national tournaments and, and getting nationally ranked. Uh, always wearing it out there. His lucky shirt. 
let's give people that are kind of new to our podcast, maybe the ones that haven't heard the old episodes, maybe the ones that hear the ads and they kind of say to themselves, like, what is this gas house golf? I got to go check it out. Um, kind of give us, uh, you know, the, the, the cliff notes version, the synopsis of how it started, um, the ethos of gas house and kind of where we are right now. Cause you guys had a big week, uh, last week. So I guess we'll, we'll, we'll dial things back here. We'll, we'll rewind time back to early 2020 when you and I first connected. Uh, so I started gas house golf. I was really tired of just kind of the, the mundane golf polos in my closet. I was kind of tired of working the same day job what I was doing. You know, my background's in corporate finance. And I was like, okay, I know I'm not going to sit at a desk until I'm 65. I was like, this is not, not who I am. I'm like, I'm like a bird. I'm, I get too cagey. I'm like, I got to fly a little bit. I was like, what can I do? What, what, what can I kind of start, you know, setting things in motion to, to do work for myself and do something? Uh, and as I mentioned, I was kind of tired of just same old golf polos, but I was also really tired of expensive golf polos too. I mean, there are some great companies out there whose you know names I won't say anything against, but you know, a lot of eighty, ninety dollar golf polos. You go to nice places, and I was like, man, this golf is expensive. I was like, my P seven nineties are like twelve hundred dollars. You know, you only play around a golf at sixty, seventy dollars. I'm like, man, golf is, is is an expensive hobby, and I was like there's got to be a better way to do this. Uh, and there's got to be more fun polos that we can bring to the game for this next generation of golfers. Uh, and these, you know, younger people that are coming up that are maybe more social media driven and, and, you know, uh, are new to the game of golf. So I was like, okay, let's try to make a product that is fun in design, but also to more friendly in the wallet. Um, and not, not be something that can break the bank. Uh, and, you know, fast forward, here we are a few years later, we had our first lineup of gas house golf polos that came out. Um, you know, those were big hit. They were colorful, fun, you know, rambunctious, uh, in your face, uh, you know, kind of a, a statement piece. Uh, and then, you know, we just had our next lineup of golf polos come out, both men's and women's that are still fun, unique designs. Um, they stylistically are more about, hey, this polo from afar, you might not realize what it is, but as you get up and close and look at this polo, kind of like the one I'm wearing now, from far away, it just might look like a, a black golf polo. But as you get close, you'll actually see it's all the different contours of putting green. So it's kind of more, um, you know, fun designs that this 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 second round of a little bit more subtle. Coming. A little more subtle. So so that's kind of where we're at. Now we do men's. Now we have women's polos too. New hats coming up. Um, but it was just something I decided to start on my couch one night, random Tuesday night in South Carolina, and we're still surviving and thriving three years later. So I, I think it's been a success kind of. <laughs> so like when people order, right, they're going to listen yeah. to this podcast. They're going to place an order, okay? Um, they're going to pick up a polo or two. They're going to pick up a hat. They're going to pick up a head cover. Who's shipping it to them? You're looking at it right now. I, I handle everything internally with Gas House Golf. Like, I love it. Like, you know, to the listeners, I still have my day job. Like, 8 to 5, I clock in, I clock out. I'm a financial analyst. Like, that's what I do for a living. Uh, and, you know, nothing makes my day better than, you know, I'm sitting around. I'm, I'm working on some spreadsheets. It's 1.30, 2 o'clock p.m. And I get a little buzz on my phone. And I look, and, you know, uh, it's the website. It says, hey, you know, you got an order from, you know, Mike Mikey Thompson and, you know, Albuquerque, New Mexico, or wherever they're coming from. And it says, you know, order a polo. And that makes me so excited. You know, five o'clock comes, I get to go home. I go up into my attic where I keep everything stored away nice and neat. And I, I find the polo, the size, I put it all together and I ship it out, you know, that night or the next morning. And uh, it just brings me joy. It's not work, it's fun. So that it, it, it makes my day. I love it. I've got a, a box sitting for you, Scott, here still for whenever, you know, I see you next and when we actually play the game of golf um you know for for you to wear <laughs> I, who who does the designs for you because i was checking out the collection like in anticipation of talking to you and i just wanted to you know take a look at what was on there and and the shirt you're wearing right now is actually my favorite thank um, you but the the other ones are actually really like this this set of polos are actually really cool so who does I, the designs? i appreciate you that doing yourself or I come up with the designs myself. So anybody that knows me knows that like I can barely put together a stick figure. Like trolling is not <laughs> that is not my side of the brain. I'm more, you know, financial numbers, things of that sort. But you know, I'll get inspired by things. I'll be looking at something random. It can be a, a picture of something. Like this polo was 
kind of honestly kind of inspired by um, the Starry Night, uh, that famous photo. Um, and I was like, how can I turn Starry Night almost into a, a golf polo? Um, and the designs, honestly, I'll I'll see things, I'll jot them down the best I can, or I'll Google images and I'll say, hey, okay, I have a, a graphic designer on my team, and her name is Alexandra. She's a phenomenal, phenomenal graphic designer. She's done. Out of all the polls we have, she's on every single one of them except for one. Um, and I'll go to her and I'll, I'll send her my little scribbles, my little stick figure drawings, and I'll add some pictures. I'll, I'll send her some files from Google or wherever it may be, Pinterest or wherever I get some inspiration. And we'll kind of walk through them. And she's the one that really brings them to life. And, and she's kind of like just a magician with with what she can do. So so she's really what you know. I, I try to give it to her pen and paper as much as I can. And then and she's the one that that brings it to life. So she's been it's super instrumental. Um, in all the work she's done for me. And I, I, I love working with her. She's phenomenal. So I'm someone who, you know, like fit really matters to, you know, like, yeah. you know, I like my clothing tighter, um, uh, you know, more European cut, if, if you will. So if someone's looking to buy this, you know, cause a lot of times you go in a store, you see something on the rack, you can't try it on. Uh, and mm -hmm. I'll tell you a quick master story about this for just being down there that really kind of pissed me off. Uh, I'm not going to talk bad about them. So I'm going to try to get media next year, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, just about sizing. Uh, so if someone, you know, is ordering off a website, they don't have the ability to try it on, right. They look at it on a model, but you know, it, it might be a model that's wearing a size smaller. So it looks tighter on them. So give people kind of like a rundown of what the fit and feel is of the material as well as, you know, how the pole is going to look on them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Happy to do so. So if you do know your sizes, uh, our size chart on the website is, is pretty accurate, but I know that's just in numbers and you know, might say 30 something inches by 40 something inches. And that sounds all, all great and all, but you know, sometimes it's like, wait, what, what size am I really wearing? Um, but you know, I think our, our first polos we did definitely had uh, an athletic taper to them. You know, if you're a large, you're a large. If you're a medium, you're a medium. Our next set of polos, we, the term relax is not the term I'm looking for. If I could go from our first polos we did and say that those were an athletic taper, our new polos are just a slightly less athletic taper, a little more to a classic fit on there. But, you know, I'm 5'11", about 200 pounds. I wear a large. So, you know, I think stay true to the size that you wear. We do always do free returns uh, and exchanges. No issues with that on the website. Um, but, you know, the, the material as well is we changed our material from round one to round two. First time around, you know, polyester was really big, 100% polyester, kind of more similar to the Greg Norman play dry polos um, that they had. That, that Those are two were they were kind of like thing one and thing two you really couldn't tell the difference between the two of them but now this new lineup of polos we have i'm super excited about because we added some spandex into them so the blend is extremely similar to if anybody's listening that has uh rowback polos or some foot joy polos the the silkiness and the stretchiness stretching both this way and this way they're they're so light and you know, we live in South, I live in South Carolina and it, it's hot here. So our Southeast friends, we know how hot it gets in the middle of the summer playing golf. Uh, and it's hard to find a material that suits that level of heat. Uh, and, you know, I wore it today and, and the material is so light, it's so stretchy. And I couldn't be more proud of kind of where we've gone with, you know, gas house 2.0 polos, if that makes sense. Um, and you, you'll feel them when you get them. Dan, I got a box coming up your way this week, and you're going to – I know you're going to text me, Rich. I love these. These are great. Yeah, make sure you pay enough shipping on them. Oh, my God. <laughs> that first box, you know that they – it's it's in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, that box. And yeah, they're just, wearing it right now. They're oh, yeah, oh, yeah. A group of guys that uh, the, at the Bethlehem uh, uh, post office were like, you know what? We're just going to say these are lost, and we're going to go hit a round of golf today. They got a box like 25 polos. I get you got to be kidding me. I'm going to be down there like at Bethlehem Muni. Actually, the simulator place that I go to that I'm going to tomorrow is at Bethlehem Muni Golf Course. I swear I'm going to <laughs> walk out one day and see a ton of dudes wearing gas house. And I'm like, I think it's crazy. It made it all the way up to Bethlehem and didn't. I mean, we're talking yeah. like 20 minutes, like yeah, li literally, literally. And it was two boxes. Box A made it. <laughs> Box B didn't make it. So I was like, you guys were traveling together like brother and sister. And then at some point. 
It's wild. Uh, so yeah. let me let me tell you this master story quick about or Augusta National story. Um, you know, I mean, so much of me wants to say screw Augusta National. It's overhyped that place. Let me tell you. We get there. Um, you know, I, I, I'm early. I'm 6:15 online, right? Get to the merchandise pavilion. Uh, I'm in and out 20 minutes. I got my stuff shipped in and out 20 minutes. The, every year they do a Masters crew neck sweater and a hoodie. So I said I want the hoodie this year. That's all I want. You know, I've got enough crap from them logoed. I don't need to be like you know a walking billboard for the Masters tournament. So I see the hoodie and I really was not in love with it. It was like um, like a, a vintage stonewashed denim type look. Just wasn't feeling it. But then they have this buttery smooth crew neck. Gorgeous pale yellow. Says Masters with the Augusta National logo. I said, that's it. Give me a size small. I am a size small through and through in everything, no matter what. I don't care. The brand, the the you know, Cal could be from the UK, could be Australia, could be Gas House Golf. It is a size small. All right. So we get it shipped. You know, it's one of those things that comes home four days later or whatever. I open it up. I'm pumped. I'm ready to wear it the next day. This thing went to my goddamn knees. It was insane. So my wife's like, don't, uh, don't babe, don't worry. I'm going to shrink it. You know, I got you. Okay. I got, um, you know, my wife got a t-shirt fitter. Perfect. My son got a t-shirt fit him. Perfect. Uh, my other son got a, a quarter zip fit him. Perfect. So we wash it. We try to shrink it and it, it, it shrunk like literally this much, like half inch people that can't see video here. Uh, absolute waste. So I gave it to my wife so she wears it now. So I got absolutely nothing from Augusta national this year. I had to hear that. That makes me sad. Green bastards of Augusta National. Don't listen you know, to this one. I'm applying did, for media next year. Did did you bring home souvenir cups at least? Yes, of course I did. <laughs> but, but my wife said, Allie said, you can't bring home more than four. Five. So perfect. So I brought home three. We're good. Dan, you know what my favorite cup is to this day, and I drink out of it probably almost <laughs> every day, is the plastic cups that we got when we played Pinehurst number four, the halfway house, the yes. one that we took. We took, I think, like 10 pounds of teas. Like We just went in and just scooped as many teas as we could. Easily. And it's got that bird on it. I don't remember the name of that bird. It's a, it's a, a red cockaded woodpecker. There we go. I knew this woodpecker was involved somewhere, but I didn't want to do the bird uh, injustice by not saying what it was. So people can't see this, uh, but to piggyback on Pinehurst and how much I love Pinehurst more than Augusta National, I had commented to somebody that, you know, they make the spring teas every year, right, for the beginning of spring down south. And they do, they do the, the, uh, the cradle logo and they do it with the dogwoods, flower and stuff like that. And I, be, I mean, I have, I've got, you know, that's a dogwood tattoo. I don't know if you can see it there on my elbow um so just just in love with the sp spring flora and fauna of the south and lo and behold <laughs> they sent me an entire bag of pinehurst teas because i couldn't get down there in the spring to get them so these these are are highly sought after in this house and and highly regarded and my sons bug me all the time especially lie as he plays his tournaments like oh can i get three or four of them each time but these hide down here in the podcast room I love that. I'm going in two weeks up to Pinehurst for a bachelor party that I helped put together for a really good buddy of mine. We got eight guys going, and none of them have ever been to Pinehurst. Well, one of them has been to Pinehurst uh, once, but he didn't really play. He was just kind of there in the area. Uh, so eight of us are going, and seven of them haven't been and or played any of the courses before. Uh, and I can't wait to get them up there. We're going to have a one hell of a bachelor party, and I'm going to come back with hopefully so many teas. When I use my last tea from the Dormy Club, and it broke, and I didn't have any more dormy tees. That was one of my saddest days in the golf course because I used those tees and those number four tees for so long, and I finally ran out. I was like, I, I have to go back. I need to restock. Well, when I when I went to Dormy Club last uh, November, last November for Thanksgiving, they didn't have the tees out, and it was raining that morning, and the range wasn't open. That's where all the tees are there. 
Um, and I asked the guy, I said, Hey, uh, I'm kind of low on tees and, uh, I just didn't pack a ball marker. I was like, where's all your stuff at? And the guy's like, Oh, don't worry. It'll be out when the range opens. And so we're in the pro shop. And of course I'm spending, you know, an exorbitant amount of money inside there. <laughs> um, and I just keep racking it up and the girl's just like, just add this to it. I'm like, yeah, add that to it. Add this to it. Yeah. Just add that to it. Uh, also they they have a better pro shop than Augusta national too. Uh, their stuff fits. So the guy opens up his little box and stuff like that. And I'm looking around. It's like just the guy, the boys and I, and there's like two other people down at the range. And he's like, yeah, you can help yourself, man. He's like, you're the only people playing here today. It's only seven of you total. And I was like, okay. So the guy turns his back. And before I can even get my hand in, like both my boys have filled their bags up completely. And it was like such a proud dad moment. I was like, boy, like you've learned. Always take free teas and take more than you will need. I love that. I love that. I'm excited to see their new pro shop because when we went, they were still in the trailer. Yeah. I can't are wait you, to see Are it. you playing there? No, we're not playing oh. there. If I could see, if I can even just go to the pro shop just to pick you up can. something. So the, the background on my phone is still that par 517. Uh, that's still to this day my background. I have not changed my background on my iPhone one time in – we went what April of 2020, so exactly three years. I haven't changed it once. That that look down 17, back down that fairway has has not changed on my uh, on my iPhone background. Yeah, that's uh, that's iconic. Great yeah. view. Great yeah, view. I got it. It's right right here. Still it. Look at that. 17 to right. No word of a lie there whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> Scott, what's your favorite view on a golf course? I like a like a like a tee box that's kind of elevated, but um, like off in the distance, there's like mountains and trees and stuff like that. Like that kind of that kind of view. Think like um, that that weird par three at uh, Hideaway. Oh yeah, the downhill one. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the crazy downhill one. Yeah, and you can see like the other fairway in the distance, and the mountains past that. Yeah, 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 and not and and there's I mean. Not just that one, obviously, but like that type of yeah. Um, either and that and that also, uh, you know, again, like it's not to be like a Long Island like Homer all the time, but the the view down the fairway from the tee on the 18th at Bethpage Black is oh, uh, you know that that it feels it feels like home. Yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a big. The older I get, I'm a big big fan of like just wide openness. You know, like I can see four or five holes, uh, you know, all together. Um, I, I'm less, I don't mean, I feel like almost like old man claustrophobia. If I, if like Jack Frost in me, Rich, I know you don't know Jack Frost, Scott, you do, but it's one of those courses that's cut out of the hardwoods. Right. And as soon as you leave the rough, it's just like impenetrable forest and rocks. And so every hole is cut in and of itself. And I just like something where you can see four or five or six other holes as you're playing as well. Yeah, that's cool too. Cause it gives you a sense of like, like where you are in the course and, and how the, the course is playing. It, it's not just a, it's not isolating. I, you know, I, I definitely like, I've definitely been on courses that it's like, Oh, you know, you won't, if you're on hole three, you won't know that anyone else is out there. I, I kind of don't want to know that. Like, I, I, you know, I think it's nice to like have a course to yourself, but it's also kind of cool to know that like there's other people out there playing too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rich South Carolina golf down. And we talked about this a little bit, you know, in the past, I know you got a video shoot coming up uh, tomorrow. Patriots point there. Uh, that's the one where you can see the Cooper bridge. Is that that yes, course? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you can see the Cooper River or the Rapinel Bridge. Um, I bet, from, yeah, my bad. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like saying pool and billiards. It's the same thing. Uh, yeah. You can see the bridge, but then also to the last three holes, 16, 17, 18 are right on the water. Um, and they're, we're, we're definitely going to spend a good amount of our time shooting tomorrow, you know, trying to get in both the bridge in the background, but, but also the Harbor Charleston Harbor, uh, you know, those three holes are so nice. So we'll probably play the, the back nine at least once, and then probably loop those last three holes a few times. We have eight people going out tomorrow. So four guys, four girls, 
videographer. We're going to, you know, drone it, video it, get all sorts of stuff. Um, you know, you know, it'll look candid obviously, but it's really just going to be eight people playing golf. We'll mix and match. Everybody change their polos. Cause we had the big photo shoot a couple weeks ago. Not, not a couple weeks ago. God, going back almost two months now. Time flies. But now right, that but re- grass, released a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Released a couple weeks ago, but now that, you know, the grass is green, it's April, it's springtime. Uh, you know, it's time to get a video shoot going for, for all the content we've been posting on social media, which isn't me anymore, by the way. So if you see a video, yeah, well, hey, I can tell, it, I can tell it's not you. It's done well yeah. now. <laughs> social media is not my game. Uh, Excel spreadsheets is my game. Talking to customers is my game. Uh, you know, business procurement is my game. Social media, I get like an F minus. I am, you know, I'm 29 and I feel like I'm more closer to 59 <laughs> than I am people that are 19 that are good with social media. I am just not my game. It never will be. But I brought on somebody who's running the account full time, unless it's like a video of me just posting, talking. That, yeah, of course, yeah. that's me. But uh, but Travis, he lives up in, in Charlotte. He he's done some great work, and and he's got some visions for us to you know continue growing our consumer awareness and everybody that you know is learning about Gashouse Golf and, and engaging customers uh, between reels, and videos. And I told him, hey man, this is a blank canvas. Run with it. I love your vision. I really like what you have going on. This is something that take it and, and go crazy with it. You know, let this be your project that, that takes you to the moon and back. So, um, I think now social media wise gas house will now people will finally more people will hear about it and it will be the social media that it needs to be not the social media that it has been in the past. Well, I, I'll tell you what's funny is I was, you know, scrolling through one day and I spend maybe all of like 10 minutes on Instagram through, you know, at, at night, I just scroll through and Honestly, I don't even look at posts. I just look at people's stories, right? And Instagram gives you the algorithm where the people that you looked at the most, they put them first. So obviously, you know, gas houses are my top few or whatever. And I saw a store and I was like, damn, that's, I was like, that's creative as hell. And I forgot that you had told me that you were putting that person on payroll. And so I'm watching it and I'm going like, like how did Rich, he must have done a YouTube video to figure out how to do this. I said, because I know damn well he can't do this. I'm like, it was like, you know, I had an epiphany. I'm like, man, he, this is really good. And then, you know, you would send like the day late day after something, you'd send me a text. I'm like, Hey, did you see that story? Like that's our first new, I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I knew, yep. uh, but they're, they're good, dude. Like there was yeah. one of the Photoshop ones I was really impressed by. And it was another reel where I was like, damn, I'm going to hire this person to do our stuff. <laughs> I don't got time for this crap no more. Yeah, he's done a great job, and and the advertising team as well. So we we, we have a paid advertising team now that's going to be running like Google Ads and things of that sort. So you know, let's say you go on DicksportingGoods.com or Golf Galaxy, whatever it is, and you you see a pop up on the side of the screen. You know, normally it's Nike or whoever it might be, but you know you're going to start seeing Gas House Golf ones with specific yeah. targeted campaigns, and that's them running all the programmatics and the behind the scenes metadata and all the things they've told me that I've literally gone in this year and right out the other year because it's way above what I know. What is that? What is that? Like, take us into the weeds here. What's that look like to be able to go film at Patriots Point tomorrow? Like, do you have to book out extra tea times? I mean, like, you're in Charleston, dude. Like, you know, tea times are tough to come by. Courses get packed. Like, how you play they are, on that? Yeah, on a Sunday, are, too. They are. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, like, like, what? Like, it's very reminiscent, Scott, what you and I grew up playing, you know, at Eisenhower where, you know, the, the course is, is mobbed all day long. You know, Long Island golf is like five and a half hour rounds type deal. You know, it's just it's it's tough. Yeah, the, the plan tomorrow is um, so one of the one of the mini tour guys that I sponsor, Kyle, he works out at Patriots Point um, part time, you know, to have a home course that he can practice 24 seven play at. You know, that course can get tricky because it's, it's, it's really windy on the bay, too. So, you know, you might have a, a hole that's, you know, might only be a 400 yard par four, but it's blowing like 475 because it's 25 mile an hour wind in your face. So so he's that's kind of like his home practice spot and he plays out there and, and he works out there. So I was talking to him and I said, Kyle, we need to get this video shoot going. You know, what do you think? Uh, can we do Patriots Point? Because they also carry some of my polos and stocks. I'm a vendor for them. Um, 
So if you go on Patriots Point, I, I, they've sold out now. But you know, last summer, last fall, they had gas house golf polos. Um, Wait, do they and, do know, they have it with the Patriots Point logo, or they just yes? So yeah. it'll be let's make pretend it's this polo. And for people that can't see, you know, it's a gas house golf polo. But you know, if they want Patriots Point on the sleeve, or they want it on the chest, or they want it on whatever, I can I'm happy to do that. And I do that for a couple courses here, um, in in my home state of South Carolina. But uh, I told him, I said, hey, can we talk to the GM? Can we come out here? We're going to book some tee times. Uh, and everybody's going to play, but and we're going to shoot while they play. And we'll mix and match people. Hey, now these two guys, these two girls, you know, kind of bounce everybody around. But we want to make it as candid as possible. But there are shots that we do want. Hey, we want a good bunker shot. We want a good shot of everybody on the tee box. We want a drone flying over um, somebody hitting a tee shot. So if we are taking time, because I've shot out a video, I've shot – photo and video at courses before if anybody behind us i say hey guys we're having a photo shoot here's a sticker play through us we're just doing video don't worry about us and uh both times i've done it i've never run into a person that was mean about it they normally are like oh that's super duper cool thanks for letting us play through and you know we just try to let keep the pace of play up and we're not out there to actually play so if we go we have to skip a hole or two just to keep up or do whatever we need to it's it's not too bad but also too the rbc is this weekend which is down in Hilton Head, South Carolina. And a lot of people from Charleston go down to Hilton Head for the event. So I'm hoping that uh, maybe decreases the amount of golfers that will be playing in Charleston tomorrow. So maybe Patriots won't be as crowded. But anybody that comes out tomorrow, you can play right through us. We will uh, not hold you up. <laughs> who, do, who, who in Gas House Golf do I speak to about getting a modeling gig? Oh, man, I'm trying to like, think Do here. I have to go uh, above your head? <laughs> Dan, any time that you want to come and wear a gas house golf polo and be in a video or photo shoot, I would absolutely love to have you. I know you've got some awesome tattoo sleeves on the arm. That would look great. We'll get you out there. I had a, a, a family friend who couldn't make it down this weekend, and I, I really want to get him in, the, in a shoot. Uh, he's a buddy of mine from Greenville, and, and we all call him call him stricker because he's such a good potter he putts like just like steve stricker and he's he's about 60 but he's just a cool looking cool looking guy and i'm like hey mike i'm like you know you, you'll be kind of my my 60 up age group you know letting the old cats know they can look young and cool with gas house golf so i'm about everybody you know i want everybody to be in the shoot our polos yes do we kind of go towards a younger age group of let's say 18 to 40 but i tell my i tell my cats that are 55, 60 and say, hey, you might be 55, but this gas house golf pole will make you feel 40 again in a heartbeat. So we want everybody involved. It's not about just about hey, that's, the young that's guys. Almost, that's almost Scott and I right now. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we're, 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 uh, we're a little older than age group. So. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't help if your lower back hurts or if your knees hurt from age, but you'll feel good wearing a golf pole. Maybe we can, sh we can shave a few years off that way. I love it. You mentioned, you mentioned new hats. Um, I've got yes. a, you know, I've got a head cover for my driver that I use all the time. Uh, polos, hats. What else is is down the line? What else? Do, what else do you envision coming to coming to fruition? For sure. So the big one that we brought this year were the women's polos. That was huge for us. Uh, you know, women's golf is for all the female golfers that I know and then that are listeners. How many times have you gone to Dick's Sporting Goods or? golf galaxy and they just got the same old pink polo or purple polo or light blue polo um i wanted to make sure that you know female golf is through the roof right now it is growing at an astronomical rate and the big thing for this year was hey i want to make really fun polos for female golfers uh so they can go out and women are very social media forward they're very you know clothing forward um they, you know way more than those guys are and i was like i need to bring something to the market for 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 the ladies, you know, we can't leave them out. So that was a huge step for us this year. Um, going forward, a couple new hats. I was actually on the phone with my hat person yesterday. I was teeing off. I was playing nine holes after work, and they called me. And I was like, okay, we need these two hats. They're working on them. They have some some mock-ups sent my way. Um, I would love to do some quarter zips as well um, in some of our designs or make some designs that fit the quarter zip um, kind of you know look you can't get too crazy with designs on quarters if they got to be a little bit more subtle as we hit on before um but continuing the men's and women's some new hats some quarter zips i won't get into the pants game and the shorts game i think it's too much liability um a lot of returns a lot of headaches i had a, a friend of mine who's in the clothing industry who said unless you like headaches don't get into pants and shorts you know sizing is weird um 
So, you know, I think, I think we're going to keep with our bread and butter of polos. We'll add some new hats and more accessories. Um, and, you know, just keep our designs fun. That, that's what separates us is, is those fun, unique designs that are at a good price point and are fun to wear and are phenomenal material. You know, I, I put up our, our polo material against Roback, but Joy, Peter Millar right now. Anybody, you know, if you give me a rowback polo and I, I blindfold you and I give you a gas house golf polo, I'd probably give you twenty dollars. You couldn't tell the difference between the two, and they're charging what ninety something on their website, and our polos are in the fifty dollar range. So that's 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 our bread and butter. That's what we're about. Yeah, those Peter Millar ones, and I I love those. I'm a big fan. Um, yeah, they're great. You know, those logoed ones are a buck twenty in in a pro shop. You know, it's expensive. Hey, Rich, what are you drinking there? Oh, uh, I'm actually drinking some Woodford Reserve. I have a little gas house golf cup that I got made for me a while ago. So just having a nice little little bourbon drink as we chat. Scott, you might need one of those cups there. Glasses. That's a glass. I was going to say, I'm a, I'm a bourbon guy too myself. Um, that, and I was actually just about to say, like with the quarter, the quarter zips or, or anything, like you thinking about putting that, um, like just that Gorilla logo on it. Um you know, you could do just like a, a solid color with that. And that, yes. I mean, that stands out in and of itself. So. We definitely could add, I actually have a polo here. Let me, let me grab one. You know, what we did from our last golf polos to, to the new ones is Dan, you'll remember the old polos had the GH right on the chest for yep. gas house. And you know, sometimes I would get people that would say, is that guy Harvey? What is GH? You know, we're a small company. We're not, the, the Nike check is recognizable. That GH you know, for lack of better terms, wasn't. So now our new polos all say gas house golf on the back neck. Um, and, you know, I think doing a quarter zip, keeping, keeping that gas house golf there. But like you said, Scott, throwing that gorilla on the chest and just having that as a standalone symbol, uh, maybe with a cool design on, I think would be a home run hitter. So definitely something that I'm, I'm looking at and working with my manufacturer on, um, and, you know, and then seeing what, what their capabilities are. But I would love to do some quarter zips as well. Yeah, because that that's eye catching. Like that logo is eye catching. Like you look at that. Like I'm just thinking, like you know, you end up getting grouped with someone that, like, hey, that you know, what's up with that? Like that's a that's a pretty cool logo. Where'd you get that from? And you know, just word of mouth helping you out. Yeah, I I just you know, like I said, I think it's cool. So might be something you want. I love it. I love it. Any any feedback I get from people, hey, you know, what about this idea? What about that? Uh, I, I absolutely take it and love it and I'll, I'll write it and jot it down because, you know, like I said, I'm a one man army pretty much, you know, I, I, I have people that help me and give me some ideas here and there, but when customers reach out and say, Hey Rich, you know, what about this or that? You know, y'all are the people that are buying them at the end of the day. So I want to make sure that we can deliver a product that people want. And I, and I know quarter zips are something that I've been asked about. You're not the first person, Scott. So it's something that I'd, I'd like to do. I'm going to reiterate another idea I had, which I want made. I don't know if you remember this conversation we had when we were playing Chippo and I was trying to find stuff to burn in the fire pit. I said, you need to make a Pinehurst inspired one, obviously with none of their logos, but different types of pine cones and the little black squirrels that are down there on a, on a green polo. And I don't see yes. that made yet. We have our green polo this year that I did that I'm, I'm super excited about. And we'll do another green one. I've got it right here for all my uh, cigar smokers. We've got a, a polo called uh, Stogies No Bogies. And it's all the little tobacco leaves and then little cigars that are kind of like, you know, being puffed mm. right there. So that is our green one. But I think something, like you said, Dan, with those, uh, with that black little squirrel that I remember exactly that squirrel when we went to play Pinehurst, we could, we could do something like that for sure. I, you know, and then that would resonate because people know Pinehurst. So, you know, doing a Pinehurst themed or inspired polo is not out of the question by any means. Yeah. I'm just an idea guy. I, I throw things out and I forget about them. I have no desire to push it any further or do any more legwork. I'll just give you the ideas. I love it. And you know what? It's, it's just crazy to sound. It's what, April the 15th, 16th, something like that, sure. mid-April? Yep. It's about time to start working on next year's designs. Wow. Already. Is it, is it, it that early in the process? I, I try to get things going um, from the time I, I draw up a design. I've got a little a little a book that I keep with me that I draw all my little, my little stick figures that I send to Alexander. Um, and I we'll write them down and I'll start working on them. And honestly, from the inception of a design to, Hey, this is the, this is the design we're going to go with. You know, it takes a, it takes a good 
month or so to, you know, kind of get the, to get the final product, but then also too, not, not just, Hey, this looks good now on a mock-up on a online, but I've done polos and designs where I had the manufacturer make a sample and I thought this polo was going to be the best thing since sliced bread. And it came out and I go, this design looks terrible on a polo. I spent all that time on that. And it's funny, this polo that I'm wearing right now, the one that's got all the little contours, the putting green that was inspired by the starry night. This polo, I almost didn't do this year. I was, I had my, my six men's and I had my six women's polo. I go, that's an even number of each. Um, but I had this one more design and I sent it over to my manufacturer and I said, Hey, look, make me a sample of this. Let me just see how it looks. And that polo came back and I said, Oh my God, this could be the best seller, the best selling polo that I have, I've ever done. So, and I, I fell in love with it and it was something that was almost just not done. Cause I was like, ah, it looks okay on paper, but we'll see how that turns out. So, um, yeah, the, the process, it takes a few months and you get samples made and then it's, you know, manufacturing takes some time too. And you got to ship it over overseas and, and get it ready for, for next February, March. So it'll be, uh, designs will be done this summer and we'll get the ball rolling for next year. Rich, you might not know this, but Scott owned one of the longest inactive streaks of golf in golf history. Um, but to see him out playing this early makes me kind of super happy. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about kind of like your yearly goals. You know, it's it's for Scott and I, this is literally the start of like real golf season. I know you don't have an end of golf season. So don't, don't rub it in. Um, I've been playing all winter, you know, because the winter has been incredible here. We, we've hardly had any snow. I've really slowed down now because of lies tournament schedule and both the boys doing baseball. Um, so I want to talk to both of you guys about, you know, kind of what you see your golf being this year. Are there any trips planned, any special courses that you're going to be playing or anything along those lines? Scott, I want you to start off with that. My my real goal is just to to play more. I mean, again, like you said, it's been it's been a challenge getting out. So I really want to kind of make it a point to actually like, you know, a minimum once a week. Um, but I, again, golf for me is not necessarily an eighteen hole round. A lot of times, it's you know go out play three holes, you know, and you know head off the course just to to get some swings in. So uh it again minimum of one round a year a week and then just more in general uh because it's been right i would say it's been a tough three years any special courses being played this year any plans to go anywhere to play golf uh not at this moment no we I, we talked about we we have to get together and and try and make that work um, so there's a, there's a couple places that, uh, you know, I'd be interested in checking out, but, uh, we'll see. Like I said, it, it's really more of a, I, I just need to kind of start playing for real again. Gotcha. Gotcha. Kind of the, kind of the rebirth, the, uh, Phoenix from the ashes. Yeah. And it, again, it felt good to be out there today. So, uh, you know, I'm not definitely not complaining about that. Did you? I, I'm not trying to be a jerk. Did you hit any like real good shots today? No, I actually played really well. I mean, because yeah. um, we've talked about this. Like when you don't play for a while, like you break bad habits. Yeah. Um, so I I would say, you know, tee to green was pretty decent. Um, you know, short game putting obviously feels very different. So. Yeah. Rich, you off air were talking about a pretty dope trip you've got coming up, which kind of came out of the blue. Uh, I mean, talk about that, but also, you know, I, I know we talked that you wanted to add a little bit of swing speed over the winter, um, kind of get that carry distance up a little bit. So what are you looking for in your 2023 golf season? Absolutely. Uh, you know, this golf season, and I've, I've started to implement it, um, it partially in thanks to a friend I made on the golf course and, and a recommendation they gave me. And I'll get into that in just a second. But, uh, my biggest hurdle has always been getting past myself. Uh, you know, I have a good swing, get the club shallow, I come in out, I play a nice draw. Um, uh, but the, the biggest obstacle isn't the course or anybody else. It's always been myself. Um, 
and I, you know, so many times I get over the ball and I get tense and I get tight and I don't, don't hit the shot that I need to, but I know it's there, you know, on the range, I go out and I hit great shots all day and everything. And I was playing with a friend uh, a couple of weeks ago and, and he recommended the book to me um, called every shot must have a purpose by uh, uh, Pia Nilsson, who is the women's coach for the Swedish national team, the Solheim cup. Yeah. She's um, a vision 54. Right. Yeah, yeah, Golf 54, Vision 4, yeah. and Anika Stormstand is in the book with her, too. And I started reading that book, and it really started to change kind of my mental side. And I, I read the book, um, and I've played two rounds since I've been been reading the book. And the last two rounds of golf I've had have been probably the most fun rounds of golf because I have not been in my own way. And I've been able to just, you know, I, who's it, Jack or uh, Tom Watt. Somebody, somebody made a great quote back in the day, you know, golf is the six inches between your two ears. You know, that, that's Sam really Snead. what I'm Sam Snead, thank you. And that's where it's been for me for a while. I, I've gotten in my own way more than anything else. I don't have a bad swing. I don't do anything crazy. It's just, you know, Richard's and Richard's way. And this book has kind of allowed me to get out of that way. And I, I've seen results immediately. You know, swing speed's great. Um, seeing the shot, feeling the shot, being the shot. So the goal for this year is more of a mental side of things. I uh, did, did get that swing speed up over the wintertime, uh, which is good. So I'm happy about that and happy with my ball striking. But more of just a mental side for me. Um, that's really the goal for this year. And then uh, obviously we got that Pinehurst trip here for a, a bachelor party in a couple of weeks. So I'm, I'm very excited about getting up there and playing. Hey, that's an Arnold Palmer quote. My bad. Arnold Palmer. There you go. Yeah, I, I knew it was one, one of the look, legends of all time. Yeah. If I didn't look it up, someone would DM me and be like, you're an idiot to Arnold Palmer. I'm like, all right, dude. Yeah, somebody's gonna be like, "How does Gasol's golf not know who that was?" Yeah, I, my apologies, but yeah, that that that's pretty much been my uh, the big thing for this year, and I'm I'm excited about the golf season just based off the past two rounds. It's been a very different experience on the golf course than I've ever had just in the past couple of days. So, nice. recommend that book for anybody, especially for Lyde. I know that he's making his his stride in the golf world, and you know coming in through high school, going into college. So needs to read that. Yeah. What that's, you know, it, it's funny because that's, that's one of the things, you know, like I, I see so many kids at these high school tournaments. Like, I mean, dude, you see some of these kids warming up and I'm like, they're mini tour pros, you know, like my, my son included. I, and then you see him going on a course, like you look at the range prior to these big tournaments and you, you go, God, like someone's going to shoot 60 today. You know, no one's going to shoot more than 70, 71. Um, and then kids get out there and you see still and you can tell that they're high school kids still because like one bad shot where if I'm playing, I'm just like, whatever, dude. Like, you know, yeah. I don't have anything riding on this. I don't care. And I just hit another good one after that. You know, they put so much pressure on themselves to say, well, man, that one shot that might have cost me this tournament now. That that cost me this tournament. This college might not look. You know, it's insane the the yeah. the ways your mind can go. You know, one of the things I took from from reading, and I implemented immediately was, after every shot that you hit that you didn't like, still take one good piece of feedback from that shot. Mm. So you know, I was on hole four today, which is a, a par five, but you don't play driver off the tee. It's gotta, you gotta hit this like weird dog leg to the left. If you hit it too straight, you're in the, the no, the no bueno zone. And, uh, I took five wood off the tee. I put it right in the middle of the face. It drew. It was great. Hit the cart path, kicked in the water. Hobie. Uh, but I walked away from it and I said, you know, that ball striking was so great. It was a nice high draw off the center of the face. Yeah, my laying three now, and I still got two fifty or two seventy five to the pin. Sure, but you know what? I feel great. No, nothing upset about that. That's life. And I forgot about it. And then I hit another five wood after that, and I rolled it up to the front of the green for you know I had a little twenty foot chip or whatever or twenty yard yeah. chip, whatever it was. So that's just the mentality. I was like, wow. I said that book's already kind of reaping benefits for me. So it, it's been good to, to get that in because you and I have played together before, and I just. I get in my own way. That's it. Richard is Richard's biggest enemy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I, th th that's golf, right? I mean, everybody comes across it at some point in time. And in the end, like that, like Dan said, that is golf. Like it, you're always your own worst enemy. Like there's, there's no, <laughs> there's no one else to blame for anything, yeah. but if you just, and that's the thing, it's like golf is theoretically like so easy. Cause you've hit that perfect shot at least once but there's no way it's going to happen every time so 
Right, just, like can you do it when it's mm-hmm. called for, knowing that there's no backup? Like there's no parachute. Like at the range, the parachute's on, right? I rake another ball over. But on the course, like we cut those cords. Like you're flying solo now. Absolutely. So wild, wild, wild experience. Um, so let, let's let's just get out of here with what else is going on in our lives. One, I, it, it's it's funny. I'm gonna start doing this more, and I've got to start doing this more on the pod. But when Scott and I talk about little snippets of our lives or things that are going on, sometimes that gets more response from people like in our DMs and stuff than than what the topic of the show would be. You know, and I, I think we're at the point now where we're we're established enough where people kind of, you know, know our parade of guests. They 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 know the VIP guest list we have on. They they know, you know, what we're going to talk about here and there. And, and people are always like, well, dude, you know, I saw on Instagram like you played golf. Like, why didn't you talk about that? I'm like, well, who cares? You know, but people care, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it's kind of cool that way. Um, so, Scott, what's been going on in your life recently? Just, you know, work and work and, and work, just trying to get through this school year. It's been, it's been tough. There's a lot, we've had a lot going on. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's really been it, you know, and, and then between obviously, like you said, with the boys, you're, you're constantly shuttling back and forth to activities. It's kind of the same thing with my daughter, you know, she's always got something going on and it's always, you know, take her here, there and everywhere. So. She's still doing dance. Mm-hmm. Dance, yep. yoga. Has she shown any interest in the golf bug yet? She, I, I, we talked about this last summer. Like, um, she will will come out with me um, and just kind of putt around. And uh, you know, she likes to ride in the golf cart. I kind of use her as like a little caddy. Um, you know, she'll come <laughs> um, you know, help me read greens and things like that, and. You know, uh, she gets one veto like Bones. <laughs> uh, and sometimes, even though I'm not supposed to, I let her drive the car around. So. Hell yeah. So that's the kind of, you know, I, I'm working it in slowly. Yep. But uh, yep. I think she's a little bit more interested in it this year than last year. Hopefully it won't be so hot. Because what would happen would be she'd get off the bus from camp and I'd be like, hey, you want to go out to the golf course? She'd be like, I'm done like i'm hot i'm tired just want to go take a shower and like go to bed um so and that was you know that was the limiting factor last year so again we'll see this year hopefully it's not so crazy and we can sneak out get a couple holes in after and then you know go home for dinner and take a shower and go to bed and do it all again tomorrow and rich what about you bud what's been going on there down in chucktown Oh, Chucktown is great. Um, love this town. I actually woke up this morning and just went to like a local coffee shop downtown, grabbed a cup of coffee and like a, and a donut and just kind of walked around the city. It was like 9 a.m. It was perfect. People kind of walking around and it was like 70 degrees outside. So things in Chucktown are good. Uh, things on my end. Uh, I know everybody that follows me knows that, you know, last year Gas House had a, had a big breakthrough with you know landing a large customer we we landed you know tjx so that includes both tj maxx and marshall's um and they bought a lot of golf polos from us last year um and i've i've been in contact with their buyer again i sent him some polos uh he really liked the lineup and we've been in talk about doing another order this year so trying to make sure that my eyes are dotted my t's are crossed i can you know fulfill them for for what they need for their customers um and they love the new lineup i sent them you know they like the material um, things of that sort so fingers crossed that we can retain them as a customer and you know always working to get other customers whether it be uh pj superstore or belk or dillard's or other 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 stores that are national national chains um you know we've got the ability to, to fulfill large orders of you know thousands of polos if we have to we've got a good manufacturer so that's been a big one i've been spending some time on that recently um but then also too we're going to europe for the first time. well i'm going to europe for the first time this week so i will uh be visiting a very near and dear friend of mine who lives in denmark so we're going up to scandinavia for 10 days and I'm going to play a little golf in Denmark, uh, going to Europe, first time across the pond. Uh, we're going to go to Budapest for a couple of days, but uh, just excited to to get over to Europe and visit a friend of mine who's been visiting me now since we were buddies back in high school. So he's 
this has been me now for pretty much every year for 15 years. I'm like the world's worst best friend. I haven't gone once, but <laughs> going, leaving this week, Gas House Golf will be a travel blog maybe for a couple days, uh, especially while we're golfing in Denmark. Uh, but I'm just excited to get up to Scandinavia and, uh, and hang out with a, with a good buddy of mine. And then uh, I think I was telling you earlier the other, other day that as soon as I land, get back Saturday night, you know, recruit from jet lag on Sunday, work just Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then I'm already off again to go back up to Pinehurst for this bachelor party. So the next few weeks for me are just going to be energizer pony, just going and going a lot of coffee and, and, and trying to, trying to keep up. So that's kind of what the, what the horizon looks like. And it's pretty much summertime. So a lot of golf and a lot of gas house. I had to find one of these like magical TJ Maxx's that has like decent brands <laughs> because every time I go into one, it, 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 uh, here in New York, at least, that there's nothing. Uh, the, even the TJ Maxx's that they put them in. So I, I asked, you know, do you have like an official store list of where it will be? And people on my end said, no, we don't have a, a list, but we're going to send them to our best golf stores around the country. Yeah, kind of where they said in New York. <laughs> well, well, this is where it gets funny, Scott, is that. I and pretty much what they told me was they were saying, you know, the best golf stores in the country, they were assuming pretty much everything from Southern California down to Arizona into Texas, Florida, up of the Carolinas. So pretty much if you just drew a, a line down like the southern belt of the United States from East Coast to West Coast. Mm -hmm. But then I was getting customers and people DMing me and saying, Hey Rich, I'm in Columbus, Ohio. I just found a polo. Hey Richard, I'm in you know, uh, some town in Minnesota or somewhere that I didn't expect that. No offense to the, those areas, but you know, when you think of the best golf places, you know, you think of Southern California, Florida, the Carolinas. You know, that's kind of the, the usual across the across the country, uh, up in you know North Carolina and stuff. But uh, but yeah, I had people reach out to me from different pockets of the country that I was like, oh, I'm super happy that they're giving you guys polos there, but they didn't tell me exactly where they're going to go. So that's fun that they're there right. where you're at. Um, so yeah, that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at. So who knows? Maybe they will do New York next. I mean, New York. You know, has uh, so there is one. Places. There's one down in Westchester that has like I think they call it like a runway section where they have like designer stuff, which is like a a little bit higher end than yeah. what um, that I'd actually be interested. In. I, I I'm gonna take a look at there at some point. Just to I mean, just to I look. feel like they should because if you look at Golf Digest, Golf Digest top 100 courses, public, private, you know, whatever. How many of them are in New York? Oh, at least 10 normally yeah. in the in the in the tri-state area near new york new jersey pennsylvania so i mean that area yeah, if they're not it, they to to the you know eastern part of long island you know yeah. a ton. great courses off that way i mean i would say that's yeah. a big golf area in the country itself so i mean i, I personally think hey tj max if you're listening to this put some up there you got a lot of great golfers up that way i would love that so i will tell you who does listen to this There's a lot of people that work or Pinehurst that listen to this podcast now. And they're going to be very interested, Rich, in what courses you are playing when you are down there. Okay. So this is what we're doing and why we go to Pinehurst. So I didn't want to break the bank for people. We got some people flying in from across the country uh, for this trip, for this bachelor party. Everybody's kind of meeting from near and far. And some of the guys that are golfing some of the guys that are there are like diehard, like, damn, they're like me and you. Like, they'll play like 36 a day for the three days that are there. Some of the guys are like, I'm good for 18, and then maybe I'll play another nine. So I didn't want to over-bombard people the way we went on our trip where we were playing 36, then we had another 18, then another 18 after that. So I was like, okay, let me keep this solid, and let me not break everybody's bank because, like I said, people are flying in. They're coming in from far away. I don't want to kill the wallet. Um, so what we're doing is we're playing the first course we're playing is Southern Pines, which you and I played. And I'm super excited for this to be everybody's first kind of introduction to the Pinehurst area, because not only A's at a Donald Ross course, but they just finished the restoration in the past year. So, you know, they went back to Donald Ross's original design. And these are guys that are used to playing their courses in Charlotte, in Virginia, in, you know, Colorado, wherever they're coming from, uh, but they're going to get to see kind of what that OG Donald Ross style is like. And I can't wait for them to say, hey, we're 60 yards or you're 100 yards out. 
that sandwich isn't going to fly. You need to take that seven iron and bump and run seven iron hundred yards because that's what Donald Ross original is kind of like in a way. So we're playing Southern Pines, and then we are also playing Mid South. And then after we play Mid South, the plan is to go play the Cradle if we can get on. Um, and so we're going to play 36 holes one day, or 18, then 18, so 36 total, and then the Cradle, and then we'll all go home. Uh, and then I am staying Sunday morning, and I just have to drive home. I don't have to fly home, so I will probably try to play another round of golf while people make their way home. But uh, we, I know the Cradle's kind of, you know, you got to can only book it a day before. I called up there, tried to give him a little love story. I'm like, come on, can we do a little something? So if we can get on the cradle, that'll be great. Um, and then if I can book another round Sunday morning for some of the straggler guys that are in the Carolina area. So we're not staying at the Pinehurst Resort and we're not playing any of the Pinehurst courses, two, four, eight, any of those guys, um, just for monetary purposes, as I said. Uh, but I'm really looking for Southern Pines. I'm really looking forward to playing uh, Mid-South. And, uh, and we got a pretty cool house while we're up there. We'll go to the Pinehurst Brewing Company as well. So looking forward to getting uh, some good food and a couple cold beers from them. And that's kind of the itinerary, plus the cradle. So Awesome. I mean, that is uh, anytime you're down there, no matter where you are in the region, obviously it's uh, it's a great time. And there's a lot of things you can do at the resort, uh, golf-related, that don't necessarily cost. You know, I mean, uh, playing 18 on Thistledew, the putting green there is an awesome way to kill. I, I hate to say kill, to utilize an hour, you know, yeah. walk around barefoot, great weather, drink in your hand. And, and it's uh, it's amazing. I, I will say to any Pinehurst friends that are listening, uh, as we said, we're going to try to get on the cradle. But that Sunday morning for the guys that are in the Carolinas that don't have a long car ride or a long plane flight across the country back, I will try to squeeze in another round. And it could be at any of the Pinehurst courses. I will play. It doesn't have to be two or four or anything crazy. It can be any any other one. I love just being out there, and I'm excited to show a group of guys that have never been there before. I've hyped it up to them so much. They're probably – that group text if – if I text them one more time, they're going to make Richard, please shut up. We're so tired of you talking about Pinehurst. And you love it so much. You should just marry the place. So they're tired well, of hearing you text and talk about it. Yeah, I mean the awesome thing is though you can hype that place up to like the heavens, and it just doesn't disappoint. You know, I, I it never does, like ever, 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 or at least it hasn't to me, you know. And I understand, like, yeah, I'm infatuated with it. I I get all that, you know. But um, I think that's one of the coolest things is taking people that have never been there, and and showing them. It's like you know, Scott, like you'll get this reference. It's like taking a new person to Disney, right? Mm -hmm. And like, or or seeing seeing Disney through a kid's eyes is like the the ultimate right because like hey maybe it gets tired you've been there you've done that maybe you hit those rides but they see it and it's like oh my god look at this place you know i, I saw it on my son's face when we went to augusta you know and i'm not you know saying this to brag but like it's my third time down i've seen the course i've walked it you know twice each time it's it's awesome it's believe me it's great it's so cool but you know it's the same holes they don't change much but he saw it and it was just like he's like this this place real <laughs> dan i got a question for you and I, i'm i know we're running on time here so i don't want to keep you guys too long but uh and i i haven't i didn't ask you this question before so this is live I'm gonna, i want to see your response to this and i know you got i know you got this email maybe two weeks ago from our friend uh nikki over at talamore and they sent out that email about the llama palooza special they're running and yeah. one of the weekends they're running it is Thanksgiving weekend. And I know you go down there with the family and I, I sent it to a couple of my buddies and I said, Hey, you know, obviously, you know, Thursday, Friday, you know, you do Thanksgiving stuff. Uh, but once, once Thanksgiving dinner's done, you know, it, you can kind of do whatever, you know, I, you know, one Thanksgiving was done for me, I left and I went back to, down to Charleston to watch the South Carolina Clemson game and, you know, this, that, and the next thing. But I was like, wait a second, I go Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Lama Palooza up it. Talamore, and I was like, I know somebody that goes up that way, aka you. I sent it to a couple of my buddies, and they were like, We want to do Lama Palooza. And I go, Well, maybe we make something of it this year. So who knows? We may have to regroup for Thanksgiving this year, Dan. I saw that email from Nikki Conforti, and I got excited. Uh, that that definitely might be a possibility. You know, I, I tell you what, what's funny is I am like very much type A, very anal. I plan everything out. And I had done that for all of our Thanksgiving trips. And this time down, I booked one tea time. That's it. And I said, we're just going to freewheel it. We're just going to talk yeah. with people. 
So I'm just going to reach out. I'm going to see what's available when we go down. And we had no plan but one round. And, uh, you know, and of course, you know, like, like everything when it comes to golf with me, I just, I'm King Midas. I touch it. It turns to gold. And, and, you know, next thing you know, I'm on this course and I'm on that. And we're at Dormy again. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's a magical place. Um, but yeah, I will, I will keep that in mind. I might have to reach out to Nikki and see if, uh, just see what's up. I'll just say that. (laughs) (laughs) The people that are listening can't see my face right now, but I'm like moving my eyebrows up and down. Like, you know, we can make this happen. Dan, (laughs) come on now, Scott, you come on down from strong Island. We'll get you down here. We'll, we'll get the whole thing going. I know you need a trip. It's going to be cold in Long Island for Thanksgiving weekend. It's going to be warm in the Carolinas. You get a big group. We can play a Ryder Cup style 4v4. Just saying. Maybe some gas golf polos. Hard to say, not knowing for sure. Yeah, I mean, I got I got three players in my family, so that's, you know. We already have six. Scott's seven. We can find him. <laughs> <laughs> call, call, get Dan, get Durant Dan Urban down here if he's not on the DP World Tour or the DP's not on that weekend. Yeah, he's, with, uh, he's been traveling like crazy. His idea. I know. He just, he just left for Japan the other day. Yeah, is absolutely insane. It's nuts. It's nuts. Uh, Rich, dude, awesome as always, obviously. Look, uh, plug everything right now and then hit him with a catchphrase. <laughs> well, guys, uh, Gas House Golf, you know we're about fun polos that don't break the bank. They're colorful. We got guys. We got girls. You can match your wife, match your significant other. Uh, we've got fun, unique designs, great material. Everything's at gashousegolf.com. If you order a polo, I walk upstairs into my attic. I fulfill the order myself. I touch it. I kiss it with love. You get a sticker. You get a little Richie love on it. Um, so give us a follow on Instagram. We're getting our, our Instagram account, you know, our growing, uh, our followers. Go to the website. Shoot me a DM. Say, hey, Rich, you know, great to hear from you. I love what you got going on. Or, hey, I'm in Charleston. I tell people this. If you're ever in the area, I'm the easiest person to get a hold of. If, if you tell me you want to book a D-time and play, I will find every way I can to get out of work and my boss is not listening to come play. <laughs> so I love playing with new people. I love the game of golf gashousegolf.com and what you know we're all about it's hitting the ball mile and looking damn good doing it and uh and that that's that's gas house golf in a nutshell that's all we're about baby awesome well i guess there's nothing else but to say get busy golfing or get busy dying see ya